Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I am your host, Wesley, and of course, I am joined by my winner analysis co-host, Rebecca. And today we're talking about Survivor 45, Episode 8, in-depth winner analysis. We're going to analyze the nine remaining players, and I want to explain the chart real quick. I've had questions on this, Rebecca. Might as well explain it every episode. The chart in the upper right-hand corner is not our rankings. That is a confessional count showing you each player left in the game and those who have already been eliminated and showing you how many confessionals they've gotten per episode. So when we talk about it, you can visualize what we're talking about. Our actual rankings will be in the description below. Okay, got that out of the way. Before I forgot about Excellent. it. Excellent. Knowing me, Excellent. I'd wait till an hour into the podcast to remember. So. <laughs> Be like, by the way. Well, Rebecca, we got some big news subjects I want to talk about before we rank everybody alphabetically. Yes. Uh, yeah. First, did you hear? I, I say, did you hear? I remember, I think I texted you this. Survivor yes. 46 premieres February 28th, but... It premieres with a two hour premiere and episode two, for some reason, is two hours, which I personally think might be a little too long for a normal episode. And then the rest of the (laughs) season is 90 minutes. More content. There's no such thing as too much content. You want two hours? I want every episode to be two hours. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I I have a channel based around Survivor. You know, I upload multiple times a week. I'm a huge Survivor fan. Even I think a regular size episode of two hours (laughs) might be not the premiere. Just episode two. I'm a little bit like two hours like here's the thing i've already watched all 45 seasons well up to what has been released obviously and uh now like what am i gonna do go back and re-watch old seasons yes probably but also two hours for an episode is totally fine in my opinion my concern is that while 45 was filmed with the intention of knowing every episode's gonna be 90 minutes 46 yeah. was filmed with the intention of this could be 60 minutes like they yeah. were re- full and ready because they didn't know when the act strike was going to end. They were full and ready to think that it could be 60 minutes. Think about it this way. Every episode next season is going to have a, a dancing bug scene. Oh, no, I'm done with for the, ni- the 90 minutes I'm on board with. I'm on board with 90 minutes. It's just episode two being two hours. I'm like, yeah, but do they have like the content for two hours for an episode two that was originally planned to possibly be 60 minutes? Yeah, you know what? I, that's well, what my I wonder. Is. Th- that is very interesting, and I wonder if what they're gonna do is because there's been this theory about the sob story. Um, you know, for like the winner gets mm-hmm. a sob story. Oh, we'll talk about that tonight. Yeah, in the season. So what I wonder is if they're just gonna do episode two. Everyone gets a sob story, and then neutralize. Because listen, they've got to neutralize the Matt chat. They've got to now neutralize the sob story. This is what I'm pulling for. That would be that would kill all momentum in episode two if they just like yeah all t- nineteen remaining people. And by the way, some people were wondering like, does this mean mm-hmm. two boots in an episode? Because sometimes they would promote two hour episodes oh, and really sure. just it was secretly just two episodes in two hours. Uh, sure. No, these are regular like one boot unless somebody quits. Mm-hmm. I assume one boot yeah. episodes. So, but if you quit, is this another part of your? news because this was something else you texted oh, me about. Oh, that's true. Yes. Well, every time I get news, I text Rebecca, as you may have yes. guessed. So yes. the other thing, <laughs> I did talk about this last night's, well, yesterday's podcast, but we should talk about here. Some, I'm sure not everybody listens to both podcasts, but if you do, thank you. Uh, Jeff revealed on Kelly and Mark of all places, not on the official Survivor podcast, not on his own like social media, not on Survivor social media, no, on Kelly and Mark morning show that if <laughs> for in the future, if anybody quits, they don't get their torch enough. Mm-hmm. They're not. He's not snuffing. I think Sean broke him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was. Hannah. I think so. I think it was Sean. Yeah. Yeah. 
it was funny. So today I was working on Sandra Diaz Twine's her uh, her Heroes versus Villains video, and in it she makes Coach cry because she says he slacks off at camp, and Coach that night is like I Tyson, I think I'm gonna quit the game, and Boston Rob the next day says. If coach quit, that doesn't make him much of a coach. And I was thinking, yeah, if only Boston Rob was on this season, you say that doesn't make you much of a therapist or a school principal to be quitting. So <laughs> there you go. That's I agree. Every season needs Boston Rob. He just yeah. needs to come back every season. Well, I don't know about him. I just mean somebody who's like a voice <laughs> of reason. Like, it doesn't make you much of a therapist yeah. <laughs> if you're quitting or a school principal. So uh, we have yeah. other things I want to talk about before we go alphabetically, because some big things happen this week. This is. I think yeah. this might be people's favorite episode of the season. For me, it was the Sabaya boot. This might be a close really? second. The Sabaya boot it, okay, episode for me was so exciting. That's fascinating because I feel very differently, but we'll get into it. Okay. Well, the auction, Rebecca, what were your, the, what are your okay, thoughts on how the auction went? Just the auction. The auction was incredible. Okay. I love that they're bringing it back. I love that, you know, Jeff started it off by saying there's no advantages. It's only food. But there's a disadvantage which is just i mean i yeah they they did a a great job of of updating it for this new era of survivor where there are no advantages there are only disadvantages yes they couldn't help themselves rebecca <laughs> yeah yeah but i thought it was really fun i liked that you know everyone started with different amounts everyone just seemed to be like having a good time i felt like the tone of this episode in general was very light and i think a lot of that had to do with the way that they handled the auction I like the auction. I do realize that they're going to need to tweak it the next time they do it because it seemed yes. like after item seven, it just became whoever has the most money needs to buy yeah. an item. Otherwise, they could lose their vote. And it's funny how mm -hmm. Bruce had the least going and came out with the most. <laughs> yep. It, Bruce and his lackadaisical approach. But. Yeah, I think that I don't know. That's a good question, because I know in past seasons, like Rob Sesternino is somebody who said this multiple times, like the money he got from the auction he had left over, he got to keep, though it ended up getting burned up in the fire of their camp, so he didn't actually get it. But that's not because production took it, it's because, you know, another player burned their camp down. So <laughs> that wasn't their fault. But I think they get to keep the cash. Uh, but in this case, I think your vote is more valuable than like 80 bucks mm -hmm. in this game, so. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the auction, I liked it. I just think it needs to be tweaked next time. I don't know exactly what the tweak is because I do like mm -hmm. the random amount of things. I don't know. I just, I maybe we just get rid of lose the vote. I don't know. I like the looking in the jungle for money. Maybe it's a different disadvantage. So like instead of losing a vote, like maybe the two or three people who have the most money have to do like a challenge to see who loses their vote or something uh, like. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, We're just really complicating something that should be simple. Well, it just yeah, came, but that's like kind Julie, of this era of survivors. So. Julie spent four hundred twenty dollars to buy a toothbrush. She, really, it's so she wouldn't lose her vote. And I'm like, right, yeah. She was not going to spend that money on the toothbrush. That was a forced no. buy. So the yeah. first seven items of the auction, I thought was fun. But then Rebecca, yeah. we go to the immunity challenge because I don't feel like this is going to come up yes. during anybody's individual segment. Jeff says, okay. "I need four of you to sit out for rice." Mm. Can you tell everyone yeah. what you thought about this moment? So yeah, again, this is kind of like. A classic survivor moment that I feel like, again, they just had to up the stakes for. So, you know, yeah, he says four people have to sit out. And of course, you know, you get a couple people that volunteer immediately and then everyone else is him and Han and, you know, oh, well, can we just like protect the people who sit out and all of that? Katura was like, oh, I'll, you know, 
she was she was clearly thinking about it, but like didn't want to commit until she felt safe, which is like the whole point of this. Emily and somebody else immediately volunteered. Was it Emily and D? Emily and D. Emily and yeah, D. Yeah, they volunteered. both immediately volunteered. Yep. And then Je- Jeff rips out a knife and just stabs the bag without explanation. He's like, "There goes your rice." Yeah, <laughs> he was like, it was funny because he was like, "Uh, you guys want some like." some motivation or something like that. And Gatoro was like, yeah, yes, please, like, motivate me. And then he stabs the bag and she was like, oh. Not that, not kind, that kind of motivation, of motivation. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Drew immediately, by the way, it was like panic mode. He's like, I'll sit out, I'll sit out. Yeah, which I did think was interesting because, like, I think Drew waited until Jeff s- stabbed the bag, I think. Yes. Or no, it was, yeah. It was when Jeff stabbed that bag, Drew immediately was like, okay, I'll, I'll sit out. Because uh. <laughs> they were losing rice, yeah. It is interesting because, like, you know, it's always, they, they do that to show, like, okay, who feels safe, who's, you know, whether or not they're actually safe, who feels safe, um, who is maybe just hungry and, like, all of that. But it does add an extra element where you have to, like, hurry up and make the decision. You know, you don't have time to really to think hem and through haw all the angles. About it. Yeah. Exactly. No hemming and hawing around here. I, no, I hope he does this. not. Or, I hope he does this in 46. I, at first, I was like, oh, no, we're just doing this stupid negotiation again. They've done this, like, four or five seasons yep. in a row now. But then when he stabbed yep. the bag, I was like, instantly, yes, this is fine. So if they, <laughs> he pulled out the knife and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> he like throws it at one of them. <laughs> if you can dodge a knife, you can get this right. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no, I hope for 46, he does the same exact thing. I will not complain mm-hmm. if he stabs the bag again and says, this is yeah. your rice. Because 46 has not seen this happen. So for them, they right. should also have an equal response of what the heck. Uh, yeah, whereas, except I think that this time, instead of waiting for two people to volunteer, he should just hang the bag of rice, stab it immediately and be like, all right, what are you guys going to do? <laughs> just stabs it. Four people sit out now. And just everybody goes panic. Yeah, that would be that would be. a See, I like this, but I don't know if they should do it beyond 45 and 46 because then people or they, he's got to wait a while. Maybe I don't know, like to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Or you could you could overcomplicate it and then be like okay once you get the four volunteers well now you guys get the amount of rice that was spilled out of the bag not what was in the bag <laughs> you could just like you could have fun with that i, I don't, don't know yeah, i don't know I just, I, let's not complicate it it was fun yeah I, okay let's okay. do it again for 46 i like your idea where he doesn't even ask he just says i need yeah, four people to sit out stabs it. if you want this bag of rice and just stabs it immediately it doesn't wait <laughs> just just shanks it right in the bottom so yeah all right, well, that's, oh, uh, oh, and of course, let's talk about Kelly's blind side real quick, because we're not going to talk about Kelly yeah. tonight. Yeah, and I have Shocking. to say, I I am heated. <laughs> You're heated about Kelly's blind side? I am heated. Okay, tell yeah. me. Kelly was uh, not only my number one for the last, like, couple weeks, but also just, like, genuinely such a good player, and I feel like such a main character until... Last episode, she was, like, weirdly protective of Bruce, which did not seem like the smartest gameplay. And then this episode, yeah, just, like, she was trying to, like, flip the narrative in her confessionals, at least of being, like, oh, like, Bruce is following me around and, like, you know, he's the reason that, you know, everyone thinks we're close. When in reality, what we saw in the previous episode was her protecting Bruce. So, I don't know, just, like, a lot of weird... Because, like, this whole time before these last two episodes i really thought she was getting a solid edit she seemed very smart she was very like 
uh, just a good player in general, I thought. And then, yeah, these last couple episodes just like nosedived and then got blindsided. And I don't know, it sucks. I really liked watching her play and I'm very upset that she's gone. I was surprised too. I think I had Kelly. My I saw it. I, I double checked because I was like, "Did you ever number one? You did last time we talked." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. And then, like winning immunity last episode, her and D absolutely slayed that challenge. And uh, yeah, I thought she was gonna go far. I was really shocked. I think Kelly got out on the gameplay of Bruce and Jake, ironically enough. But we'll talk about that when we talk about each of them. I just want to see what your reaction was, Kelly. She was your number one. She was like my number three last week. I think I think I find she finally cracked top three just to go. So, yeah, <laughs> I will say that we're going to go through alphabetically all these players. I have chapter markers for those listening. Uh, if you're on any of the podcast platforms, that's not YouTube. You are getting this a few days later. So if you want to listen to this early, check it out on YouTube. Once upon an island channel. OK, let's start with Austin. Austin uh, has zero votes against him. He has. 28 confessionals he has two full blown idols and he finally finished his revenge arc last night on the sandwiches and you will notice for those watching this on youtube that in the rotation of photos for austin i did include the sandwiches because they are now a part of him i mean they're a lost part of him but they're like everyone else just has photos of them austin one of his photos is of the sandwiches and i think that's important so rebecca I will say that is one of my biggest that's one of my biggest disappointments with the survivor Mm -hmm. auction is that he was not given the opportunity to win those sandwiches. Oh, I know. Imagine if Jeff put those up for bid. Like, all right, first item. (laughs) It's the same sandwiches. (laughs) First item uncovers them like a week old sandwiches. They are soggy. Austin's like, oh, he's like rubbing his hands like, yeah, baby. Yeah, here I come. (laughs) Jeff's like, actually, I will not accept any money for this, but I will accept an idol. This is like the no, this is like the fish eyes. He's just like, Yes. Awesome. Anyways, so I do. I think also an important thing we need to mention is now the sob stories because more than half yeah. the cast has one. We'll explain this tonight because you don't. Everyone who's listening, they're like, "What? No, only three people." No, more than half the cast has one. Mm-hmm. So we need to talk about it. Austin yeah. is part of the half the cast that does not have a sob story. That does not mean he won't yeah. get one though. At the rate we're going, it turns out true. But he doesn't true. have one as of now. So with that in mind. How do you, I mean, beyond the joke about the sandwich arc, how do you feel about Austin? Yeah, so I have Austin ranked pretty low comparative, like considering the amount of power that he does have. Because, yeah, he he's in a good position right now. He has, like you said, two idols. Uh, he's in a, a really good alliance. And, um, yeah, I think he's in a good position my problem with austin is that he's not being shown to like be necessarily like the savviest player like the the smartest uh player strategically and all of that which doesn't mean that he's not going to win but for example like in this episode uh when they were like towards the beginning they were talking about doing a girls alliance and someone i think kendra said you know oh i bet the boys are like sitting over there and they're just like plotting and you know they're scared of the girls alliance and then it cuts to the guys and austin saying tell me about tacos and they're just talking about because it's like the girls are all sitting over there talking strategy and the guys are sitting over there talking about food this is survivor it's just the early morning. They're just chilling. They got to talk about strategy all the time. I oh, know I get your point. No, from a storytelling perspective, you are correct. I'm just saying 
from a non-storytelling perspective, what's wrong talking about tacos? But no, storytelling, <laughs> you're right. But and it's also specifically because it was cut together that way too. Like I don't even know if those two things were like happening at the same time, but yeah, and so I don't know. And now that being said, he obviously Austin was going against Kelly and Jay and they are both now defeated. So, you know, maybe maybe I'm I don't know, maybe this is more personal than it is actually based on his gameplay because I really liked Kelly and I'm mad that she's gone. <laughs> I hope Jay and, and Kelly really enjoy those amulets sitting in their pockets because those are million dollar amulets that they they put they did not ha- if they just <laughs> took the sandwich. This is for those who go on in future seasons. You just get take cast, the sandwich. And there's and the, and everybody I would just say if there's if you get in the same situation, just take the food. I don't even care if it's food you don't like. I don't care if it's like take a cold beer and you don't drink the beer. Just give the beer to somebody else. Be like, I don't want the amulet. I do not <laughs> yep. want this. I do yep. not want this target. Yeah. The information is power and people knowing you have something, and especially if knowing that getting rid of you makes their something more powerful, dude dangerous bad at least in 42 they were forced like i don't mean i mean that's bad for them but they were forced like they didn't have a choice here they had a choice and they screwed it up austin was right and austin got his revenge good for austin that being said i want to say one more thing before i give my ranking and that is that uh as jeff was reading the votes you know kelly was kind of like looking around like who voted for me like who who spearheaded this and she made direct eye contact with austin was like did you do this and he said yes he fully took credit for it and i think she is very upset with him over that and so again keeping in mind like jury votes and the fact that you know kelly's gonna have a lot of time to talk to all the other members of the jury um i have austin ranked at number six right now so yeah pretty low but uh yeah i don't know i just i i think that he is shortly going to be seen as a big target i think that's going to happen really soon like if people realize like the amount of power that he has right now like he's going to become a huge target and um i think he can go far in the game i just don't think he can win necessarily right now but there's not no hope but he's number six well we'll see because these two idols could make you feel way too safe especially when he's in the power alliance of d julie drew and of course himself Along with Emily, it seems like he has Emily roped in. So at the moment, he should be. I really feel like, I mean, we didn't see Kelly going this week, but at the moment, unless Bruce wins immunity again, it should be Bruce or Jake next week. And I think it'll be Bruce. I think Bruce got lucky this week. We'll talk about him soon. But Austin is in a good position. It's the question is, can he play his idols correctly right now? But I think his alliance knows about one idol do they know about both uh that's a good question i don't know if drew knows about both maybe i think i think drew might and if he does he might be the only one who knows about both i think you're right um yeah we'll see because that if that would put a huge target on his back he's gonna start burning idols and even if you play two idols correctly in back-to-back tribals, like, what are you going to do after that? Like, that's going to, people aren't going to let you get it, to it the point to where you can right pitch a, to the jury at that point. Like, that's too good of a story, you know? We'll, yeah. Well, I think some people got good stories here, True. especially Emily. True. But Austin at the moment, well, next week, we're and next week, three people are losing their vote, which is absolutely yeah, that's ridiculous, insane. by the way. I mean, that's just dumb. That was like the dumbest thing I've heard yeah. all season. They've had like eight episodes of almost gold, yeah. like a top season. This is oh, the best yeah. new era by a oh, mile. Yes. And then they're over here like, 
let's make a twist where a third of the people left in the game lose like, their... Like, if you're going to oh. do that, I feel like, yeah, do it when there's, like, 13 people left in the game. Or, like, way sooner. Don't even do it. Just don't yeah. do it. Unless it's a choice. Unless you lose your vo- vote if you want sure. whatever X is. A sandwich. Or you keep your vote and you don't yeah. get X. Yes, yeah, like yep. a sandwich, yep. for example. <laughs> uh, in that case, that's fine. Because this feels like there's not a choice. I looked at the preview again. It looked like there's not a choice. It looked like they're getting split up in, like, three teams of three. And I'm like, why? So anyways, uh, well, so what I'm saying is that it could mean that next week, it depends on who still has their votes. Because if the Reba, most of the Reba members have their votes, well, then who gives a rip? Austin doesn't have to play Zydal. He's good till eight. But if Reba, if let's say Reba's lacking votes and Bellow has their votes, because we still got what? One, two, three, four original Bellow, though. I don't know if Katura would ever vote with Bruce again. Uh, we'll talk about that. I don't know. We'll see. I'm saying he might burn an aisle next week, but he might not. It just depends on. How does this yeah. vote loss? And I could down, also is- see him playing an idol for Drew. I don't know. I don't know. Or yeah. D, because when Emily said, let's vote off D, he said no. And I'm like, what, what, why? Why not? <laughs> I have Austin ranked at three. I actually moved him up from yesterday. Yesterday I had Jake at three, but I moved Austin up. Mary convinced me. I thought about it. I slept on it. So Austin's up at three for me. She's at number six for Rebecca. Uh, our next player is Bruce. He has one vote against him. He does. He's the only other person on the season with an idol. Bruce has also jumped up a bunch in the confessional count. He's up to 29 now. Not the confessional counts, the end all be all, but he was like lacking in this department in the past three episodes. He's gotten 20. And also how many so confessionals really have been about him from Katura specifically? <laughs> oh, I know. If you think about that, yeah. even or even other people, yep. just the past couple episodes, like, yeah, Katura hates yeah. Bruce. She hates Even him. Kelly, the last couple she episodes, has Bruce. had a lot of talk about Bruce and how he was dragging her game down. Bruce! Yep. Yeah, his visibility is much higher than his confessional yep. count. Let's put it that way. I will say Bruce does not have a sob story, mm-hmm. though. Mary did point out how when he won immunity, he gave a little bit of backstory, but it was mm-hmm. not. A sob story is flashback to pictures of them and like their family yeah. or something. like. Very clearly cut. That is not a sob story. Now, he got, he'd not get a sob story. Does it so, count as a no sob story? story because I think they showed clips from last season when he got. That doesn't no. count. It has to be like from home. No. No, we need to like have the right. yellow flash on screen, whatever <laughs> yeah. that yellow thing is they do on screen, the transition with a filter while they show vertical photos from people's mm-hmm. iPhones on yep. screen. Like that's yep. what I mean. Uh, that's, that's the sob story. And you talk about. How their life was so mm-hmm. difficult when they were fat in middle school and then they grew up and they went through puberty. Sander. <laughs> All right. So Bruce has not gotten his sob story yet. So uh, Bruce, for me, though, I have him ranked at seven. Mm-hmm. I do think he is still target number one for everybody. Yep. But I'm still waiting on is he going to get a sob story? Because if it happens next week, oh, no, that might be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he hasn't gotten it yet and he's such a prominent figure this season, it's a little weird in my Mm-hmm. eyes but I, i'm pretty i'm not like high on bruce but i i don't know he just feels like such a target right now. yeah what do you think about I, bruce i felt like especially this episode it almost feels like he's getting a villain edit which is like funny because he's not really doing anything villainous but like he's just everyone's enemy is kind of what it feels like even though he's just out here having a good time like it's not really like his fault necessarily but like I, I don't know. There was like in this episode, uh, Kendra was doing she had a confessional about like 
complaining that Bruce, you know, won immunity. And then it just cut to him, like, laughing and holding the necklace. And it was, like, a very villain edit. I was, like, yeah, I just found that very interesting. Um, I also think he was the reason that Kelly went home tonight. Um, So that's not great. From, From the preview, it also looked like, you know, he, in next episode, is realizing that he's kind of alone now that Kelly's gone. Um, well, yeah. What about Jake? And, Jake gave him chocolate right, cake yeah. tonight. I mean, or two nights ago, right. whatever it was. We yeah. Did this. <laughs> um, and also just like, I don't know, Bruce, like he seems like he's having a good time out there and like, that's great. But you know, the whole, like when they're supposed to be running around and looking for the money and he's like putting on his shoes and like <laughs> that whole thing was so ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I have Bruce at number eight. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if he makes it further in the game, but I just don't think he has any shot at winning at this point. Yeah. And like, I, I don't see him being at the final tribal either at this point. Yes. A hundred percent. And honestly, I would have thought that Kelly would be the one to take him as a goat. Um, at this point, I don't even know who would take him. Um, yeah, maybe Jake, but is Jake in a position to be Emily, taking if she's goats? Being logical. That's true. That's true. Emily's very logical. She, she might could. take him. So she would be like, "Will you help me vote off D?" <laughs> and he'd be like, "Yes." And she's like, "Cool." Yeah. Emily's not going to be all emotional about it. Uh, Bruce, I will say, I really found. Well, I was. I Mary will tell you, I was so excited when it got down to Bruce and Julie. And that was an amazing challenge. showdown. I loved that. Yes. I was like, come on, Bruce, I want you to win because I just wanted the reaction from Katura. It wasn't because I cared about whether Bruce like stayed. Yeah. I, mean, I did, but only because I wanted Katura to keep being mad at him. And sure enough, during the challenge, Jeff's like, Bruce, how are you hanging in there? And Bruce gives like the like the hang 10 sign or whatever. Doesn't say doesn't say a word. Just gives him a sign. Smiles. Cut to Katura. Annoyed. Yep. Just annoyed at Bruce. Yep. She hates him. And then Bruce wins immunity. And of course, everyone's waiting for everyone's you know, rubbing their hands like, come on, Katara. Sure enough. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can we get a break? Can we get this guy out of the game? Like, yeah. all right, Katara. I, which <laughs> That's what I was wanting I to do hear. I do understand her uh, being upset because, like, she finally, I think, actually had momentum to get him voted out. And then he wins <laughs> immunity. <laughs> and he has an idol. And he has an idol, <laughs> which he didn't even play for Jake, which was crazy. If he plays her, he should reach final eight. If he plays her, if he plays it next week. Or if he wins immunity next week. I mean, come on, Bruce. I want Bruce. To, I, I want Bruce and Katura at the end. Is that possible? I want them in fire and I want Bruce to beat Katura in fire because it would be hilarious for only for comedy's sake. Beat her in fire and then be a final tribal and he gets zero votes. But it would be hilarious. Hilarious. I'm on board with this. Katura <laughs> gets beaten fire. She's just rolling her eyes. She even gets a vote after she gets voted. She even gets a confessional after she voted off. Like first person ever to get that. And she's just like, Oh, freaking Bruce. <laughs> His stupid fire making skills. Bruce's stupid face. Uh, anyways, so Bruce, I yeah, I, I like Bruce. I got nothing against Bruce. He's definitely the villain. Mm-hmm. He's great casting. I'm glad they yeah. brought him back. Yeah. Because imagine if he wasn't here and we just had like another <laughs> average person in the new season, a new yeah. era. And it'd be like, uh... Bruce brings something and it's called Katura's hatred (laughs) and his his lack of his lack of awareness of how people feel about Mm -hmm. him is really adding a lot. So I really like Bruce personally, but I do have ranked seven. You have ranked eight. Yes. Okay. Our uh, very quickly, I want to mention 
for those of you who want to support the channel or watch videos early mm. over on Patreon, you can sign up for free right now. There's a free tier. Uh, you can watch Parvati Shallow's story video from Ooh. Heroes vs. Villains. I'm posting Sandra's in the next four or five days. And I just posted Cerise from Big Brother. I like <laughs> as soon as that season was done, I hammered that video out real fast. It's like 48 minutes long. Oh, wow. Nice. I stayed up late working on that one. So those are over on Patreon along with like eight or nine other videos. Uh, you can sign up for free. Links in the description. But if the more you financially support channel, the more benefits you get. You'll see it. It's all on there. But I do thank you all for supporting the channel. It keeps us going even when ad revenue is fluctuating all over the place. Let's move on. So our next player is D. D has one vote against her. Uh, doesn't have any advantages. She is in the power alliance. She does have a sob story. And she has how many confessionals? Let's see. She has 25 confessionals. Uh, how do you feel about D? I I like D. I think that she is playing a very solid game. Uh, one other thing to mention in her stats is she spent $900 for a milkshake. I feel like that well, is worth pointing well, out. Well, um, she wanted to not lose her vote. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I thought that was like just really smart because like, I don't know, it could be disappointing because you go into the auction being like, oh, I have, I think she had the most money going in. <laughs> she did have the most. And yeah. just being like, I'm going to win all this stuff. But I think she played it smart. She used, you know, logic and was like, it does not matter what this is. Like, I need to get rid of this money. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Kendra did the same thing. Very first item, Kendra's like, all my money. Yep. yep. All of Very it. Very smart. As soon as I can. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, D was also, I think, the first one to volunteer for rice. Um, she was, she's, I don't know, she's been a little under the radar, I feel like, the last couple episodes, which is not necessarily a bad thing, because, um, yeah, I don't know, it, it, her name isn't really coming up. She's in a very strong uh, position in a powerful alliance, so I think she's... And next time on Survivor, though, Emily did yep. say, Dee's going to win this game if she gets Final 3. Yeah. And Austin's like, oh, I can't vote her off. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think she has a lot of loyalty with a lot of people. Um, and obviously, you know, saw her winning immunity last episode and she absolutely slayed that. So, um, yeah, I have her at number two. I think she, as long as, you know, she's able to continue being relatively under the radar and doesn't catch too much attention. I think she has a really strong possibility of getting to the end and winning. D for me is also number two. Nice. I agree with a lot of your points. I think it's, I think I probably should mention why this is I should mention why the sob stories are so important. Mm -hmm. uh, every winner from 41 through 44 has a sob story. And not everybody gets one ever anymore. We've seen that this season. Not everyone has gotten one. Mm -hmm. So it, that has been voted off and is still in the game. So if you have a sob story, the theory is at the moment you're on track to win. Because why would they give all the losers a sob story and not the future <laughs> winner? So yeah. right now, D is one of the people who has a legit sob story. It's in the show. Mm -hmm. And I think that has to be factored in on top of where she stands the game on top of everything else. She feels under the radar, but at the same time, like she also feels dominant. Like, yeah, who's gunning for D. And also she's kind of like run. I mean, if Austin seriously will not vote off D, mm -hmm. D is running Reba. Yeah. I mean, that's straight up. Yeah. Like I at, at the moment, we're kind of like Austin and D are like, like or Austin or like D and Julie. Like, I don't think Julie's a factor in terms of right. the story. Yeah, I agree. D is in charge of Julie. Mm -hmm. She's the main character. Julie's a sidekick. Austin's the main character. Drew's the sidekick, I guess. But then Drew has more professionals, mm -hmm. so yeah. they're kind of almost yeah. equal in a sense. Yeah. But then D is like, she just, she seems like she's the head of the alliance. 
the way they're portraying them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like Austin's the one leading this alliance. Drew's not leading them. Julie's not leading them. It has to be D. Yeah. Uh, but she's doing it in a way where she's not getting all the focus on her. So, um, high on D. I think she's no- number two is a good spot for her. Ah, I I, I almost like want to say it's too obvious. Kind of like Emily, I felt like it's too yeah. obvious and still could be too obvious. Yeah. It could be too obvious because we're only here an episode. I think. But then again, I'm, I mean, Jam Jam was obvious. Marianne was obvious. True. Yeah, I think so. I'm also like very, I guess. Yeah, just shell shocked still from the Kelly thing, because I think last time we talked, it was like Kelly, Emily D were like my top three, I think, or some something like that. And I feel like all of them were super obvious. But now that Kelly's gone, I'm like it right there with you. Like, is this too obvious? But well, if you, I don't think you're going to get Emily and D both at the end. If you true. do, that's going to be a good final trial. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to get them both at the end. I, if D is smart, we're not going to get them both at the end. Right. You can't let Emily into final tribal with that. Her story. Her story is too good. Yeah. And Emily's logical. She'll be able to logically tell it. Oh, yeah. It won't be a jam jam, funny, emotional. <laughs> It'll be logically. I was on Lulu. Yep. They were a hot mess. I survived them to the end. Mm-hmm. Caleb's an automatic vote for her if she yeah. gets there. Yeah, and uh, I also uh, think that she's going to get cuz she's I think she's also friends with a lot of people or like friendly yeah. at least because who who's mad at Emily? Yeah, exactly. All the people who were mad at her or like who went I don't know if they were even mad at her but just went through the Lulu trauma with her are gone mm-hmm. uh except for Caleb and he's yeah. going to vote for her if she gets and he to likes the end. Emily. So, but So our point is that D cannot bring Emily. Yes. But also Emily already recognizes that she can't bring D. Yes. So if, in the next time in Survivor. So we'll see if it actually pans out. And it's not just a line they threw in there. Yeah. That she just happened to say to see how like Jake feels about it. Or Austin feels about it. She said it's mm-hmm. Austin. So. Yeah. I think I think Emily and D aren't going to reach the end together. It's one or the other. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. So at the moment, D for me is number two. For you, she's number two. Mm-hmm. All right. Now it's time for Drew. Drew has the second most confessionals this season at 37. Yeah. As you guys can see on screen. Which is surprising. Uh, he has two votes against him. He doesn't have any advantages. I thought he had power with that safety with that power, and he did, but it only lasts till final ten, and he did not use it. Oh, true. So yeah, he got the advantage. He never used it. I, I guess he never really had a reason. They should have made it last till final five or six. Mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, I think Austin's titles last till final five. So why not? Yeah. Or six, one or the other. Uh. Anyways, so Drew, he, I have a big thing, you guys. Here's the thing: he does have a sob story. Mm-hmm. Most of you are like, "What? No, he doesn't. No sob stories on the show." Exactly. It was in a secret scene mm. this week on EW.com. They posted the three minute secret scene of Drew and it was his backstory. It was a sob story. Yeah. And for me, that is a huge hit. They're not putting that secret scenes if you win the show. I also bad for like these players that get their sob stories cut. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like it's like, man, what my so is my why is my sob story any less than these other people get it left in the show? Yeah, It just you know? it needs to be juicier. I guess. What was his soft story I, about? <laughs> I didn't watch okay. it in that depth. I, Mary told me about it. Yeah. Soon before this podcast ah. with you. She's like, oh, Wesley. Because I told telling her about, I was like, hey, Julie, I saw she had a soft story. And Mary's like, so is Drew. And I'm like, Drew does? So I went and looked. And I was like, what the heck? So it was very like quick. I haven't actually paid attention to it. But I saw they did the whole editing and everything. So it was a soft story. <laughs> so yeah, Drew for me was higher i wouldn't say he was in the top half but here's the thing drew's in a good alliance however i don't think drew wins and he's number eight for me wow he's number oh, eight wow. out of nine okay no i'm i'm dead set on this wow. i'm dead set yeah also the match chat as well as sure we haven't gotten emily 
But no, the sob story. Oh, I mean, we, I guess we should talk about it with Bruce, but we all know Bruce ain't winning. So Drew, Drew has sob story, but it's left in. They don't, Rebecca, they don't cut that stuff if you win. Yeah. If you win, they don't cut that. Yeah. With 90 minute episodes, they don't cut that. Yeah. If you win. I think you're right. There's no reason. There's no reason. Yep. Drew's number eight. He's not going to win the game. <laughs> I'm putting my mark on it right now. Yeah. Him, him, he is not winning the game. A hundred percent. Don't at me, but also at me, but don't at me. But also you can at me. Yeah. He's not winning. And I'm putting, I'm like hundred percent on this, not winning. But what do you think about Drew now that I've yeah. staked my claim yeah. so harshly? Yeah. No. Um. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that there's no way they would cut his sob story if he was going to like win. That being said, I do think, especially, especially over the last, like, well, especially this episode, I felt like he jumped way up in terms of visibility in the show and also, like, not just visibility, but, like, strategy. Like, the way that he handled uh, getting Katura to throw Bruce's name out because he knew that she was going to do that because he wanted to get the Women's Alliance to go after Bruce and the old Reba. He wanted to, like, weaken them. And, like, he was just masterminding this whole thing. And we're hearing the whole thing being narrated from his perspective. And, um, yeah, so I don't know. Like, watching the episode, it's like he is... He's, like, the one controlling this power alliance. I mean, you know, you can make an argument for D as well. But, like, I don't know. I, I see him as being in a much better position than Austin, personally. But, I don't know. The sob story thing is hard to ignore. I mean, yeah. I have him ranked at number four right now. But, I don't know. That's probably too high. I don't know. Drew, here's the thing. Drew may be ranked at eight. But Basile could be number one. Oh. That's all I'm saying. See? You're so right. Did we get <laughs> yeah, did we get the backstory for, what's the name, we Bastille? We did not. As far as I'm aware, I did. As I said, I didn't watch it. Yeah. All the way through, I just skimmed it. We didn't it. get a backstory. Maybe it was just a backstory for Drew. It wasn't <laughs> the backstory for Bastille. So, uh, but all joking aside, Drew's number eight. I'm like putting my stamp on it. He's not winning. He's not winning. I like Drew. I, I agree with you. His visibility jumped up a bunch. He had seven confessionals. He had the most last episode. Feels like Drew is important, but we have also seen, like Caleb got before he was booted. We've had scenes here and there where it's like. Drew's, this, Drew's social games kind of like what is he doing you know and it wasn't Austin it was Drew I don't know I think I think a bad social move by Drew could do him in but we'll see uh, at the moment I feel like if anybody realizes whatever he has Austin should be the target with his idols so we'll see yeah and we'll see. and like you said with Drew being maybe the only person who really fully understands the scope of what Austin has. I mean, that could be his downfall mm -hmm. if he lets that slip, you know, make Austin your enemy. And I don't know, that's not going to go well. Austin seems, <laughs> Austin seems too nice. I don't think yeah, Austin that's would probably true. vote Drew off. Yeah. I could see D and Julie doing it, but I even, yeah. or Emily especially. Yeah. But we'll see. Or even I just think if, right now, if everyone knows, then that makes it easier for, for a uh, misplay to happen with the two idols, you know, if everyone knows that they exist. I think we're locked in on Bruce going next week. I, I mean, if he doesn't play his idol, so, or win immunity. So at the moment, Drew should be safe. I don't see any reason why they would turn on him. I feel like Drew's, if Drew's gonna be cut, he's gonna be like at the bottom of this rebel alliance. Like D's probably gonna wanna bring Julie, and Julie will bring D to the end. They won't wanna bring Emily. I don't know. Do you think they bring Austin to the end? I don't know. Over Drew, I don't know. Drew is very, I mean, Austin's charismatic, but Drew's also very, like, logical, and he can explain. I don't know. I Do they even bring, is even all Reba Final 3? You know, maybe not. Maybe they bring Katura or Kendra to the end. Yeah. 
I could see, yeah, so. I could see one of those two things happening. Just bringing someone who's like, I don't know, a little more of a goat. Yeah. Well, at the moment, Bruce is a goat, but clearly nobody is bringing, even though they totally should. Uh, anyways. So Drew for me, number eight for you. He is number four. All right. Our next player is Emily. Emily has one vote against her. She has the most confessionals at 40, though she has really cooled off Rebecca since the merge. She, the last three episodes where Bruce has had 20, she has had eight. So the dip dip has happened. I feel like it's a large reason why she got so much focus before is because Lulu went to, or she went to four out of the five tribal counts. Yeah. She went to like four out of the five episodes. She was at tribal and she was such a major focus. She had much, she had a huge character swing from super villain to now like fan favorite that's and so much chaos. I feel like it's happening around her that she is not, she's not like causing Bruce to be targeted. You know, she's not causing this. She's not in the Bellow group. She's actually with the power alliance of Reba. So Bellow is just collapsing at the seams. At the moment, it looks like Bellow should all be eliminated unless they decide to start cutting Reba and let a Bellow slide through like Kendra. I just, I can't see Jake or Bruce sliding in, but we'll see. <laughs> it'd be wild. If Bruce, as I said, it'd be wild if Bruce and he's like, I'm going to bring Bruce and Katara to the end. They seem to not like each other. <laughs> she's like I didn't know Katara hated him so oh I also forgot to mention Emily doesn't have a sob story which is a big I mean she has the mat chat where every winner from like the past what 11 seasons has a mat chat if there's even a mat chat in episode one but she doesn't have a sob story and I'm like where's Emily's sob story I mean does she even have a sob story yeah I don't Emily's know Emily's like I, I almost, grew up I almost feel I like her- I went at Survivor people hated me and then I realized yeah her sob just- story is this season the Lulu sob it's- story <laughs> The Lulu sob story that should automatically count. Yeah, we saw it. Absolutely. It was in the first five episodes. Yeah, I don't know. She doesn't have a legit sob story. Right. And that's for me. It's like, ooh, oof. I don't know if I, I mean, I have her ranked number one. What yeah. do you th- How do you feel about her? Uh, so I also have her ranked at number one. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think she's in a really good position being sort of in with the, the Reba power alliance. It seems uh, she seems to, to be, you know, be on the right side of the votes. I mean, at least, you know, especially this vote, she voted correctly. Um, I felt like she took credit for the vote in a way that was not as like, I don't know, just the way that Austin took credit for it. It seemed like he was absorbing a lot of wrath for it. Austin but, was wanting to take credit and thinking he was going to get like props for it. And yes, Kelly was not giving out he props. Was, no, but Emily no. admitted to it, but I felt like it was, I don't know, it was a very brief moment and it was in the heat of the moment. So maybe I shouldn't read too much into it, but it was the heat <laughs> of the moment. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It's not Taylor Swift. So I didn't know if you knew I that don't the song know. was. I don't know that song. No, you don't know. It was the he. Oh, my no, gosh. I, Everyone feel free to blast <laughs> Rebecca in the comments. Feel free. I only listen to Taylor Swift and I've I've never claimed anything else. Wait, um, are, you, are you? I thought this was a joke. Are you serious? It's kind of a joke. It's heat of the. Okay, good. Because I was like, Rebecca, we've literally been yeah. at events together, and there have been other music besides Taylor Swift played at these events. Yeah. No, I I will walk out. No, I'm just kidding. No, I I do listen to other music, but it's mostly Taylor Swift. Yeah, Rebecca, you might have a real problem. Uh, Asia, by the way, is the band slash group that does Heat of the Moment. Oh. It's a very popular song. I I would be yeah. shocked if you had never heard it. I've probably before. heard it. Yeah, I'll go listen to yeah. it after this and then. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, people can Emily yell at me was in the, the comments. Heat of the Moment. Yeah, yes. We'll see. Yeah. So, but, you know, uh, Kelly 
you know, was asking, like, who had voted for her. And I felt like Emily, you know, admitted to it, but also, like, in a way that I think preserved that relationship with Kelly a little bit more than Austin did. Um, So we'll see how much of an implication that has. But, yeah, I think we got to see a lot more. We've gotten to see a lot more personality from Emily. Uh, The dancing at the auction was super fun. Um, we've gotten to see some strategy for her. She was the one who told Drew about the all-girls alliance, uh, that was happening, which led to him, you know, doing a lot of strategy, masterminding stuff that was pretty Mm. impressive. Although, again, yeah, we'll see if that means anything. Um, Emily has a story. She reaches final three, as we've mentioned. Yeah, she has a story. Exactly. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I don't know. I I just don't think too many people are mad at her. I feel like she's very under the radar and yet has a great story. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, if if she can get to the end, I think she has a really great shot at winning. Um, yeah, we'll see if she can make it to the Emily end. Emily will be like, I survived every single tribal council except for one that I didn't go to. I, yep. I, I went to every tribal council except for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she can explain all the moves she makes. I'm sure by the time we get to final three, she will have made moves. Yep. She's already ready to move in on D, which is a, yes. if she can Good pull sign. it off, is a massively smart move. Yep. But we'll see. Yep. Well, the my question is, is Austin going to snitch on mm-hmm. her? Because she says to Austin, Austin's like, I don't know if I can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, is Austin going to snitch? That's the question. Yeah. Uh, Because Emily, as we've seen, is not really, I mean, she's not great under pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe she is. Yeah. Although I, I do I think know. she's, she's been very good at adapting and part of that is mm-hmm. even though so we as the audience have gotten to see how shaky <laughs> she started off which mm-hmm. was very shaky but in terms of like the people left in the game i feel like she was able to find her footing before being you know on the beach with the people who are still in the game like caleb was really the only person who saw those early missteps Besides the the initial Matt chat where she was, you know, calling Bruce out, yeah. that well, whole thing that was public. <laughs> but like, has Bruce let that go too? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But also, having Bruce as your enemy at this point might not be that big of a deal. But eh. you know, eh. yeah, we'll see. Not that it's good to have <laughs> enemies, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. I think that I think that Emily's in a good spot, and I don't think she really has that many enemies right now. So. I don't know. She's she's number one for me, and I think she could she could do really well. I would feel better about Emily. I mean, she's number one, but mm-hmm. I'm at the moment where like, sure, she's number one. And it's not just match chat. It's all the things we talked mm-hmm. about. I need more personal content from Emily. Yeah, agreed. And I hate saying I need I need the sob story, but I need I just need more character content mm-hmm. from her in the post merge. I've ha- I got a lot of it pre merge. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. But what about post merge? Yep. So. We've had a lot of chaos. Even next week, we got stupid chaos with negative three <laughs> votes or whatever. So hopefully, Emily will get some time to shine. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to a breakout from Emily where she makes a couple moves mm-hmm. and can get to the end. Can she make fire? Is she going to be our Carson? Can she even make True. fire? Is she going to blow it on fire? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't think we've seen her do that yet that I recall. Not that it matters. Yeah. True. <laughs> True. If they ever show it, it usually does. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, sometimes it just, it's so inconsistent. So anyways, Emily, we're going to both have her at number one, but we'll see if Emily's targeting D, I feel like that's a war waiting to happen. So, all right. Our next player is Jake. <laughs> Jake swung for the fences and boy, did he miss? I mean, he survived last vote, but I'm saying what he was trying to do did not get accomplished. So Jake has 
24 confessionals, shockingly low considering how visible he feels. He has the second least amount of people in the game, believe it or not. The second least. Does Jake feel like he is the second? Does Jake feel like he is the second least visible player here? No. No, because Jake gets more content outside of his confessionals. He has three votes against him. He doesn't have any advantages. He used a shot in the dark and it's gone. Which, by the way, if that was safe, I think everybody would have been like, what the heck? There's two yeah, safe this season. That would have been crazy. So, Jake should have known the odds were not in his favor after Caleb. Right. I mean, it was worth a shot, I guess. Yeah. But. So, yeah, Jake survived. Sur I mean, straight up, he survived because just the unknown of does Jake have an idol or will Bruce play it for him? Mm -hmm. He made it. That was that actually brilliantly worked out. If he yeah. did not go scrambling around the island, he would have been gone. They yeah. would target him, just vote him off. I also think so, he did a great job, and Katura kind of tried to call him out on this, but I thought he did a great job of lawyering tribal council because the, the whole like slip up of saying, if I play my idol, that was not an accident. And he caught himself so quick. That was not he an accident. So that quick. was very yeah. premeditated, but he played it off so well. Um, he was very convincing. I thought he... He just did a great job of like, yeah, lawyering that whole situation. Um, and he, I don't know, again, this episode to me was so weird, uh, not necessarily in a bad way, but like weird because the whole tone of the episode seemed so light. And I felt like a lot of that was focused on Jake, like even during the immunity challenge, you know, he's like having fun. He's like, am I looking good, Jeff? You know, just like just cutting up. And he's like, like Put your arm out straight, yeah. Jake. He's like, all right, Jeff, just trying to have fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and and then at the end when he thought he was going home and didn't go home, and he had, like, such a big reaction whoa. to that. Well, I mean, I mean, whoa. Which, yeah, which I mean, like, understandable. But it was, like, the tone of the moment. He seemed very out of sync with, like, what was happening in the moment. And I think he, like, caught himself and, like, realized what was going on. But I don't know, that... that it was just so weird to me that like the whole episode was so lighthearted and then at the end it was like so somber but Jake was still like very lighthearted and just kind of like I don't know the vibes were weird I don't know how you like work that into your ranking but the vibes were weird <laughs> I like that Jay I mean so I joked about this but I'm also half serious as well Jake would do terrible on Big Brother because mm -hmm. on Big Brother it's all about sitting on your hands and doing whatever the house wants whatever the had a household wants. We sure. need to, I mean, a modern Big Brother. I just, I've watched three seasons of Modern Big Brother, and it's all they do. Mm -hmm. There's like, oh, I don't want it to. You know, we'll get to Final Four, Rebecca, and they're mm -hmm. still like, I don't want to upset anybody. You're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> do something. Uh. So Jake would do horrendous on that show because yeah. he actually wants to flip the status quo. Mm -hmm. uh, he made a point about. I think. I mean, Jake's super likable. Yeah. With his back against the wall, oh, he's still super likable. Yeah, and I also feel like he's very like aware. In the sense that he knows that he knows where his game is at right now. And he's like very aware of like, you know, he's he said, like, I keep being told how to vote. I keep being told how how to play this game. And I'm I don't want to do that. Like, I want to make moves. And he, you know, he swung for the fences and missed, like he said. But, uh, yeah, I think if if he can regain his footing and you know keep keep working towards making those moves i think he, his head is in the right place at least so some survivors rebecca will comment on my video on my videos not on these podcasts but on like the videos and they'll they'll comment brandon from 45 commented on a oh, video nice. i did the other day yes well he wasn't the thumbnail so yeah it was kind of expected but if jake by chance you're listening i know you're not allowed to say anything 
I uh, just want to let you know that I really appreciate what you're doing and don't apply for Big Brother. You will be booted first week. But here on, so you're on the right show is what I'm saying. You're on the right show because this is the show to actually make moves. So I appreciate what Jake's doing. I have him at number four personally. He has a sob story. He has a sob story. And his felt natural. I feel like Deez was kind of forced. I'm going to, we'll talk about Kendra here later, but Jake's felt natural. I like, I, I like Jake. I mean, they've clearly made him very likable, but I kind of wonder, is Jake going to fall into like an Owen situation where Owen was very likable, but Owen also never got his way. And Jake so far has not gotten his way though. I don't think Jake's making final three. I, I did say the other night with Mary, I'm like, what if Bruce goes, is that, lower Jake's threat level Mm -hmm. maybe yeah I do think that's a very interesting point because as much as Jake has been taking heat for the last couple episodes I do think that over the next couple tribals yeah you've got Bruce you've got Emily and D are probably going to go at each other at some point and that if Austin snitches yeah and then then you've got you know the power alliance and how is that going to turn out so honestly and Katara hates Bruce yeah Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes, she does. That's her whole story. Once that's done, what does she have? Exactly. And so I do think that even though Jake has been taking a lot of heat recently, I really could see him slipping right under the radar moving forward. Uh, whether that's like a good Owen thing or a bad thing. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, Failing upwards. Yeah, he does need to make a move at some point. But mm-hmm. I think I don't think he's going to be in much danger of going home soon in my opinion, but uh, yeah, I have him at number three. Obviously, pending, he has to make some moves, but I think he's in a good spot. Jake's biggest issue at the moment is if Bruce wins immunity again. Yes. Or he plays an idol for himself that they just target Jake instead because he's working with Bruce. Yep. So that's Jake's thing right now. I was like, how does he he disassociate from Bruce? But even if he does, who's he going to team up with? Mm -hmm. You know, who? where are the numbers at? Reba needs to turn. Mm Mm-hmm on each other for Jake to have any shot. Yeah. And I like Jake. I have him at number four. I feel pretty good about him. He has, he does have a sob story in the show. They didn't cut it, Mm -hmm. but yeah, (coughs) sorry for the coughing, but anyways, so I'm high on Jake. I like Jake. I have him at number four. You have met what? Number three. Number three. Yep. Okay. Well, let's move on to Julie who is in the power Alliance. has the least number of professionals at 17. Feels the least visible as well, frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she was all pro that women's alliance, though. She has two votes mm-hmm. against her. She does not have a sob story. Oh, wait. Oh. Yes, she does. Uh. Again, like Drew, you might be shocked to hear this. <laughs> she does have one, and it was a secret scene on Survivor CBS's YouTube channel. Oof. So Julie ain't winning the game. Julie's number nine for me. Wow. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. She's not winning. Yeah. She can be in final three. She's not winning. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that's very valid. Um, yeah, I I loved the showdown. I think we mentioned this earlier, but the showdown between her and Bruce in the immunity challenge, that was super fun. I wanted her to win just because like, and that was a tough challenge. Like they were, they were both killing it. So that was very fun to and see. And they're the two oldest people, by the way. Yeah. 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 And they were killing it. Like they were great. Um, so that was that was very fun and very impressive to see. Um, she was pro women's alliance, like you mentioned, although I did notice the whole time because it seems like a good idea, but like the whole time that they were talking about it in this episode, there was kind of that like humorous music under it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that that's really going to be a thing moving forward, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, so I honestly just like what's Julie's story? 
like honestly in this game like she's just with d exactly i i agree that she is kind of a a side character to d at the moment um i do have her ranked at number five just because she is in such a power alliance i wow and also because i don't think she's gonna be a target for a long time like wow 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 wow. (laughs) like i could genuinely i don't know i could see her going pretty far in the game do i think she has a shot at winning not really but i i think she's i don't see her being targeted anytime soon necessarily is your cutoff for winning your top four then or your top three um honestly really like top three i think yeah Yeah. emily d jake yeah yeah (laughs) four to nine you're like no chance i think austin is I'm surprised you have her above Austin. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. You think she's in a better position than Austin with two idols who actually has. Yeah. By the way, Austin's mom is on Twitter and she's hilarious. Oh, really? That's amazing. Yeah, I didn't. She got she popped up as recommendation <laughs> and I checked out her Twitter and she's hilarious. She makes she's like, I, I can't even like do it because it's the way she somehow in a tweet. You can read it in her voice and never having heard her speak. That's it's amazing. very unique out. But she's hilarious. She's very funny. Nice. About talking about her son, Austin. So That's awesome. Anyways, uh, that has no effect on Julie's story. Yeah. But Julie, for me, number nine. Eh, she's number five for you, which I'm a little bit surprised by. <laughs> Julie is not winning. Yeah. Along with Drew, put a stamp on it. Mm. Not winning this game. They don't put your sob story in a secret scene if you're going to win. Especially yeah. with 90 minute episodes. It's not happening. Yeah. I'm glad I'm watching them this season, by the way. Mm-hmm. Most of the seasons, Rebecca. Yeah. I hold off watching secret scenes to the very end of the season Oh, to do work on when I do the secrets sure. video for each season. That's when I watch them all. Cause I don't want to be tainted, but this season I'm like, ah, screw it. We'll watch them. We'll talk about it. I, Mary and I talk about them on the podcast every week, but, nice. uh, so I'm glad I'm doing it. Cause this season, I feel like it's important. I like I'm learning yeah. by what they're cutting. Yes. Yeah. I feel like I'm learning by what they're choosing not to include in these longer episodes where they have mm-hmm. time. Yeah. They c- totally can afford the time to put this stuff in. Yeah. So. Julie, number nine for Rebecca, number five. All right. Our next player is. And did you know this about her? Katura freaking hates. She hates Bruce, Rebecca. Really? I never would have guessed that. We've really reserved the jokes (laughs) on this one this week. We really held off. But I can't. I can't help it. (laughs) Katura has 32 confessionals. I think 30 of them about how much she hates Bruce. His dumb face. At least. Uh, She has no votes against her. She has flipped to Reba, which I've. Mm-hmm. Has I mean, she really flipped Katura's to Reba, or is it just Has that she, she yeah. is with whoever will vote for Bruce? Because <laughs> the three K women all voted together last yeah. this last episode. It was the three K women. We joked about them all season being together because all their K's, yeah. and then they jo- joked about their ages. Turned and they all voted together, and Kelly yep. went. So you're right. Is she even because she voted with Bella women? So yeah. nah, I guess not really. Yeah, she just didn't vote with Jake and Bruce because she hates Bruce. Mm-hmm. She freaking hates him. <laughs> He wins immunity. He just literally smiles and does does a hang ten. That's it. Yeah. Katura's face is over. She's him. she's so, off on a rant. <laughs> yeah. Katura is for me. She doesn't have a sob story. Mm-hmm. For me, she's number six. Okay. But Katura is the top of my. You're not winning the game list. Like sure. I think five and up has potential at the moment. But I mean, like, what is her story outside of hating Bruce? Yeah. You tell me, Rebecca. Yeah, I. I don't think she has one. So she's number nine for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she uploaded a six minute video to TikTok, which explaining why just, she's more than just hating Bruce that's a, back in like week five. Yeah. And 
also don't upload six minute videos to tiktok that's a separate conversation <laughs> that's, that's a personal vendetta from Rebecca. <laughs> no one is scrolling their tiktok page being like you know what i could go for right now a six minute video anyway uh so somebody downloaded it and posted it to reddit so yeah. i downloaded it as well yeah so i ha i will pull the it we'll see how the season ends and i'll pull the good stuff for the survivor 45 secrets video amazing but anyways the fact that she posted a six minute video is like I'm like, CBS told her to clearly take it down because it's no longer up oh, on her end. Gotcha. But it's just like, yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, this is kind of a giveaway. It's like, too. even post like, game, you're not winning. like, <laughs> all she's talking Winners about post is six Bruce. minute TikToks. Winners don't post six minute TikToks complaining about how they're more than just hating Bruce. Yeah. Which means that she's still talking about Bruce. Like, that's the irony. Still, <laughs> Bruce has literally not posted one video explaining why he why he doesn't like Katara. No. Nothing. Yeah. Bruce has more going on than Katara, but Katara's <laughs> like, ah, I don't, it's not that I just hate Bruce. Yeah. All right, Katara. Okay. Yeah, we believe you. <laughs> Katara's not winning this game. Yeah. She's not. I don't care if she's in final three. She's not winning. Uh, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Katara, though, at the moment, my question is, I think she could slide. I think at the moment she's not going to be targeted. I don't, I, I mean, I don't care that she voted with Kelly. I don't think she should be targeted. I, I really think we got bigger targets on our plate. Because, like, why would anybody vote for Katura at the moment besides Bruce? And Bruce doesn't have numbers. So, I don't know. I feel like Katura can make it to final six and then peep, and then we get to, like, all right, well, do we want Katura at the end with us? Does she have anything? Like, who, does she have any votes? I don't know, because she flipped on Bello. But then again, she might get Kelly and, like, Kendra's vote. So, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, But for me, Katura, as I said, yeah, number six. And for you, she's number nine. I'm surprised we have switched. You put her below Bruce. I have her above Bruce. Yeah. Bruce for me is number seven. There's just like, there's just too much negative Bruce content. As much as I like him, there's too much negative Bruce content. To, like, there's no way he's winning. I mean, he would need to make a, he would need to make a wild, and it's not out of the realm of possibility, I guess, a wild shift here. This next episode, realizing with Kelly gone, that his game needs to change, but it might be too little too late because i also feel like the only way that he could really do that is to like lean into being a villain and i don't see that working with his personality but just because of like the way that the the way that he's being portrayed as a villain i feel like the only way that he's successful in this game is by leaning into that and i don't think he's going to do that and he would need to be aware and yes bruce, exactly bruce seems to lack yep. awareness yep which is funny but also <laughs> is not good for winning so right all right, our last player is Kendra. Kendra has, let's see here, Kendra has 29 confessionals. Uh, she has no votes against her. And she was on the wrong side of the vote, like Katara last time. However, in, I, I, I don't know, there was, there was a good episode last night. There's a lot of twists and turns. Let me tell you, when I almost fell out of my chair, when Kendra got a sob story. At first, Rebecca, when she talked about getting the beer and winning it, and she said, this one reminds me of my dad. I thought she was going to like make a joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, my dad would just drink beers all the time and tell us kids to shut up while we're watching football. Right. And I thought she was going to make a joke. That was not the case. No, no it was dead serious. Yeah. She got a sob story and it was about how she grew up with her mom and her adopted father. But the moment she turned 18, she found a real father. By the way, my hats hats off to the adoptive father for being in the story, but only just like being there to get rid of. Oh, I soon as I could have found my real father who ditched me. <laughs> the adoptive father gets no credit, by the way. No credit for raising this woman. So anyways, point being is she has a sob story about her dad and how they're friends now. And that beer reminds her of him. 
and I thought we were going to get a joke, and it was not a joke. It was serious. So we have three people in the edit of the show who have a sob story, and I was blown away when Kendra got it. I mean, he's a little bit surprised by D, but I was blown away when Kendra, of all people, got one. So at the moment, I'm wondering, and I'll explore this as we get past the next episode, could it be D, Jake, Kendra final three? Because they're the only ones with sob stories. Interesting. That is you know, like, why, yeah. did, how did Kendra get one of all people? Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because, like, just looking at gameplay, I don't, I don't know. I don't see that she's playing super well. Now, does that mean she's not going to get to final three? Not necessarily. Um, she might get a couple of Bella votes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know. She's been on the wrong side of so many votes, which like, I don't know, maybe it's keeping friends so that, you know, if she gets to the end, she might get some votes, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I have a hard time like seeing her as a winner just based on the way that she's been portrayed. Um, and just like, yeah, it seems like every time the votes are read at tribal, she's like very surprised. Um, She's she seems fun to have around camp like, you know, we're you know, she seems like, a, she's like Carolyn, a, an amazing character. Yeah. But like, wow. I, I don't know. Yeah. In terms of like, has she made moves to win so far? No, no. I can see Kendra in final three not being respected. For as a winner, and she might get a vote from like a friend, but like if if that really is a final three D J Kendra D wins and it might be a landslide of of eight to zero. Or God forbid, the fifth time in a row, seven to one. Uh, but like, seriously, like, uh, there's only three people with sob stories in the show. And I'm like, like, uh, okay, when it was two, it was like, okay, a little sus in episode five. But here we are in episode eight, and they did another one on purpose in the show. And then they purposely put two in secret scenes. And then Sifu and J. Maya also got one, but they've been gone for a while. I mean, for a while. Sifu left last week. But you get that what I'm saying. Like, like they were they were destined to go before they ever, ever happened. So Julie and Drew, they just like shot them in the foot with those. But and you're getting one. I'm like, and I'm reconsidering everything. I'm like, I'm like racking my brain. Like do that. And that meme where like the lady has like all the numbers and everything up in the air around her head. Like that's me. I'm like, did I miss something with Kendra? I went back and rewatched the whole pre-merge a couple weeks ago. And I don't remember Kendra having anything that resembled. In fact, I remember Emily went over to Bello and we got so much Drew and Austin content. We forgot Kendra's even a player in the game. <laughs> yeah. Her and Brando. I mean, I remember like yeah. the early when she was putting together the alliance between the three K women, Katura, Kelly, Kendra, and they were talking about like astrology and and their ages and stuff. Like I do remember that. But that was like yeah, that was like you just hit the beach, like you're building the shelter, you're trying to get to know people. Um and again She did her like, cat noises a couple weeks ago. I do think yeah, I think she's very like personable. Like, I, I think, you know, I could see, I think people like her, but I just haven't seen a ton of, like, gameplay from her in the This edit, does make so. me concerned for Emily, the fact that Kendra got a sob story and Emily doesn't have yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So, but what's going to we'll win out, how... Matt Chat or sob story? Oh, in this situation, uh, it might be the sob story. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm on board with the Matt Chat, but I feel like, as I said previously many times, like, are, has the show gone out of its way to make it worthless? I mean, they mm -hmm. gave Brandon one. Look yeah. at that. They gave Bruce one. Look at that. As I, we mentioned, Emily forced her way into it. Because mm -hmm. the only people Jeff legitimately asked were Brandon and Bruce. Emily forced her way in, which I think still think is funny. Yeah. Absolutely but, hilarious. 
I don't know. Maybe the, I'm saying like, I think the show went out of its way to make the match a non-factor. And the show does pay attention to what people are saying because Jeff has like, by the way, Rebecca, like three or four times this season on his podcast, just blasted Adam Klein for helping people get on the show. I mean, but he just keeps doing it, Rebecca. It just hasn't like give like Adam, like give him a break, bro. It's not it's not his fault. You cast these people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was just He's try, got a he side hustle. People. Leave him alone. Yeah. Yeah. It's legal. It didn't do yeah. anything illegal. No. He's just helping people present the best way they can themselves. And look, it worked for three of them and none of them quit the game. <laughs> so, yeah. They, now they were all I mean, two of them are pre-merged and then you got Caleb. But Caleb's great. So anyways, um, I, this whole, I don't know the sob story in the new era holds weight. Whereas the match chat went back to pre new era, went back to season 33. So I feel like we made such a huff about it and it wasn't just us. It was, I saw it on Twitter, saw it on Reddit. It was like, it was so prominent how much talk there was about how jam jam, uh, Matthew or Franny had to have been it last year, had to be them. And MGM went early. We're like, okay, it's Franny or jam jam. And it was just like so obvious. So I don't know. I don't know. We might be. But then I'm like, I'm like, okay, are they, you know, 46, they've just got the news. They're going two hours. Are they going to like, as you said, they're just going like to lay on the sob <laughs> stories for everybody. Yeah. Like they did before. Are we going to, I don't think they're going to avoid them because they filmed this after 45. Yeah. So they film sob stories for everybody. Yeah. Or I, most everybody, I assume. Whoever has one. Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. So Kendra for me, I have her ranked five. You have her ranked where? I have her at number seven. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe Julie's above Austin. Like that's just <laughs> wild to me. So. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Okay. Well. Yeah. Let's do the after show, Rebecca. Oh, after show. Let's go. Yes. Catch us up. And anything new in the Taylor Swift yes. world? Yes. So much like in Survivor this week, there has been a lot going on with Taylor Swift. Um, has there actually? Well, yes. Mostly just one night. Okay. But multiple things happened. So. Uh, she has started her international tour of the Eras tour now. Um, okay. So she's done. She's done a couple shows. I'm not sure exactly how many. Um, got rained out the first night. Had to, you know, reschedule it. But what country was she in? Where she got rained out? Uh, and I knew you were going to ask this, and I meant to look it up beforehand. I forgot. I want to oh, say you had it's all memorized. Yeah, I should, but I I don't. I do not remember where she was. Um, but. She so her boyfriend Travis Kelsey, who you may have heard of, Chiefs football They're player. Together. They're still together. They're still together. Okay. So he flew to go see her show, and mm-hmm. uh, Taylor has always been very private about her relationships. But I really th- and I always thought it was because she wanted to be. But like now that we're seeing her in a relationship with Travis, I think it was actually the the guys that she was dating wanted it to be more private because uh yeah when travis came to come see her show she she changed the lyrics to one of her songs so she performed uh she performed karma and she changed the lyrics because the original lyrics were uh karma is the guy on the screen coming straight home to mm-hmm. me and she's changed it to karma is the guy on the chiefs coming straight home to me wow so very specific and chiefs have got to be loving this free press by the oh, way oh 
Absolutely. On they're, top of winning multiple Super Bowls lately, They're making too. so much money off of this. Like, it's ridiculous. Kelsey jerseys have to be through the roof on yeah, sales. Yeah, his... When, when the news broke that they were dating, the jersey... His jersey sales went up by, I think it was 800% because I'm Swifties were just <laughs> buying... I'm looking this up now. Buying his jerseys. It. it was wild. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, she changed the lyrics and Travis was like standing in the VIP tent next to Taylor's dad. And so obviously like people filmed their reactions to the lyric change and because no one knew it was coming. Her dancers were up on stage with her and like did not know that she was going to change the lyrics. So they all had great Mm. reactions to it as well while they're dancing, which was funny. And she's never done this before changing the lyrics. Um, I mean, not not this specifically, at least as far as I'm aware because this is like she's explicitly saying like we're dating which like we obviously yeah. we all knew but like she's Duh. never been this explicit with like yes i am dating this person you know um and and then also after the show he was waiting for her as she was like leaving the i don't know backstage area or something but there was like some area where you know people could see them and so she's like waving to the fans she she's you know sees that everybody is seeing her she turns runs to him and like kisses him in front of everybody which is like never kiss her boyfriend i mean i don't want to say never but like she's been very private about her relationships in the past and like besides all the songs about them well yes yes but like and I don't know when I say in the past, like, yeah, when she was like 19, she wrote, you know, Dear John. So like that was pretty obvious. But uh, she, Dear John Mayer. Yes, exactly. But she's, you know, what, 33 now? Yeah, I think. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's it's We're very close cool in to age, see. Actually, me and Taylor. Oh, really? Oh, wow. We're close in age. Yeah. 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 So, and equally uh, successful. You'll love this, Rebecca. Yes. Uh, when I was in high school, Taylor Swift came to my high school <gasps> at 16. Really? I didn't know who she was. Yeah. <laughs> what, was she just like performing? <laughs> yeah, she was nobody. It was like 2006 or seven. Yeah. Yeah, she performed. That's amazing. So, I mean, she wasn't anybody then because that had to be yeah. pre- She didn't even have an album out then. Yeah, those probably because I think she I think she was like touring before she put the album out to like try and get some momentum for the album release i bet it was around that time but yep yeah. she was sure enough she was right where i she there was you like go. i didn't go i didn't care yeah i would even today valid. i wouldn't have gone to oh, be clear i would okay. still be like unless you were there i'd be like all right well rebecca will be there yeah yeah because <laughs> like mary rebecca's gonna be there we should go and support rebecca exactly. and her obsession yeah <laughs> you'd see a very different side of me um <laughs> rebecca just starts like fangirling Taylor (laughs) sign my face sign my face I'll never wash it Taylor yep yep Taylor's like that's not healthy yeah but also she'd probably do it you think she would she'd sign your face maybe I would have her sign my butt cheek oh okay sure I don't know if she would yeah but then like I could say Taylor Swift signed my butt I don't know I feel like has anybody else been able to say that yeah, I don't know. Has anybody ever even asked her that? Maybe I don't know. Maybe she wants to. Nobody's asked. <laughs> next next song she releases, like, I just want somebody to ask me to sign their butt. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, Taylor, I'll do it. <laughs> anyways, that might be over the line, but I want to make that joke anyways. Yeah. Do you have anything else on the Swift end of things? Um, 
I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's just, it's fun to see her, you know, being in love. Well, if you're still here, just know that Rebecca will be back in two weeks for more Swift updates. And we're bound to have. And now if they listen to this part of the podcast, I'll know they listened to Rebecca. That's the funny part. Yeah. We're going to have people complain that you talked about Taylor Swift for five minutes at the end of the podcast, even though they could just exit. Which honestly, at any point, if and honestly, I don't know, maybe we shouldn't say this, but like, go ahead and complain because like it helps the algorithm. Oh, does it? Yeah. Like if, if people comment on your video, it boosts it in the algorithm, right? So like. All right. Complain away, people. Yeah. I mean, I'd say go for it. <laughs> yeah. Just endless amounts of uh, every time you talk about Taylor and then Rebecca comes in with, you want me to refer to her as T-Swizzle? Rebecca comes yeah, exactly. in. She's like ready. Yeah. I am also just so people know, I'm fully decked out in my Taylor Swift Midnight's sweatpants and sweatshirt right now. So I am fully fully repping the taylor swift well 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 uh i will say for those who don't want to listen to swift and you want to listen to something else i don't know why but creed <laughs> their high their song mm. higher from like 20 years ago has been stuck in my head okay also yep did i tell you about the parmesan cheese song no I'll send it to you okay. after this is over. Okay. You must listen. It's pretty hilarious. Amazing. Just look at Parmesan cheese. I think I said this a couple weeks ago. I'm actually surprised I didn't mention it. I thought I did. All right. Well, we thank you all for listening. I'll be back next week with Mary and Rebecca will be back with us in two weeks. Okay. Bye.